0: Well, here we go, guys. Welcome to, not welcome back to, because this is a brand new show, top to bottom, brand new show. Actually, it's it's not, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but welcome to freaking Tuesday, bro, news day. Yeah, this used to be called uh, Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. Uh, and, and it used to be a live Colin show, but neither of those things are true anymore. It's called Newsday, bro, news day now. And what we kind of do Is sort of unpack some news, you know, as we've been doing. Wait, where's where's the logo? That's stupid. That the look. There's the logo. Now you know you're watching Tuesday Bro News Day. But we unpack news as it relates to the world of vaping, tobacco, tobacco control, tobacco harm reduction, nicotine, uh, and the such. As I am your libertarian, freedom-loving host, Grim Green. But I'm no longer alone on this show. Let's give a very warm welcome. Let's hear a round of applause, Danielle Jones, everybody. Danielle Jones. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, what's happening? I have a co-host now, and it's Danielle Jones, and she's kiss, kisses for everybody. Hi, guys. Danielle Jones, welcome to Tuesday Bro News Day. I'm very happy to be here. I'm, yeah. I'm real happy. I'm happy. I'm excited. I think you're going to bring a lot to this as far as you know advocacy and just I know you don't like being called a subject matter expert but I feel in this realm in this world you're definitely a subject matter expert
1: I I mean I feel like there's a, people that are so much smarter than me but I do pay attention a lot so you do pay that.
0: attention see and that you can't discount that because there's so many people that just go through and no attention paying no attention you pay attention I pay attention and I appreciate that. I think we're going to, I think we're going to do this thing. I think what we should start off doing today, just because Danielle's here and she's the new girl and you know, whatever you have to haze her a little bit, I guess we're just going to do uh, we'll get to know Danielle just a little bit. Now she was on the, that's what she said. Stream over there on the big Ruby Roo YouTube. Uh, you be, what's, what's your resume? I mean, you've been in the industry for a while.
1: Yeah, I started in the industry in 2013, I think. So,
0: so <laughs> selling likes so, if you can yeah. believe it, <laughs> oh, for for a while a while ago.
1: Yeah, a while ago. Um, and I, yeah, I started. I got into advocacy related stuff in, I want to say, 2015, I think, with uh, not blowing smoke, and I started okay. the truth about vaping, like YouTube right, series, right. Um, and so I did some of those videos. I now work for Wiccan Vape, the makers of Cotton Bacon and Cotton cotton Bacon Prime.
0: Cotton Bacon Prime. You can taste that prime difference. Uh,
1: (laughs) um, I work for Wiccan Vape and I'm now on the board of CASA. I'm actually the secretary of the board. Sick. Um, So yeah, I do all the advocacy things and uh, a little bit of a Vape and cotton things as well. I love it. And I'm a graphic designer by trade. Yeah, was That's gonna what say, I do. Graphic so.
0: designer for sure. She is responsible for the wonderful intro you just saw. Yeah, that was all Danielle Jones. Well, it was a little bit of a team effort, but it was when it, there was a team. Effort when I there. was in over my head underwater, my little hand came out and went, Danielle, ah, 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 help yeah yeah Now, in his defense it was a really
1: complicated file it was really complicated it was really unnecessarily i went. i feel comfortable saying complicated
0: you should feel very comfortable that was unnecessarily but danielle jones killed it graphic designer what was it like what was it that made you like what drew you to advocacy did you think i'm going to do vape advocacy was it just the most important thing like what what drew you it was
1: It was funny, actually. The way I got into it was when, you know, Not Blowing Smoke uh, launched in response to the Still Blowing Smoke campaign in California. Mm -hmm. That was Stefan um, and Jason initially. They like put this website out and like launched, you know, Not Blowing Smoke. And I was reading their website. And they kept talking about this thing called the MSA and they only use the abbreviation MSA, MSA. And I was like, what? I don't know. I, I just sell this
0: stuff. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I don't, what is that? Yeah, like wh- what is MSA? So
1: right. So I'm like a natural like sponge for knowledge and research. And yes. so I started like Googling what the MSA is and it took me a minute with only an acronym to go off of, cause that could be a few different things. Yep. But I eventually, you know, figured out, you know, the master settlement agreement and yeah. like, uh, because I'm a nerd, I started like taking notes for myself. Right. Cause oh. that's how I remember things. I'm really a visual person. So it helps me to like type them or write them and then I yes. can reference them later. Um, so I started typing up a thing, which ultimately became the script for my first Truth About Vaping video. And I was talking to my husband and I was like, isn't this so interesting about all these things that we didn't know? And he was like, you should make a video, you know? And I'd taken some motion graphics classes in college. I'd never done anything with yeah. it, but you know, so I did that video just thinking, oh, this might be helpful to people because like I was reading this and didn't know what it meant. So maybe right. like other people might not, you know? Yeah. And it turned into a whole thing like that video like legit went viral. It's I remember a- before I knew you, like the day I put the video out, you posted it on your website and I just like lost my shit. I was like, <laughs> great just put my video. Like it was it was bananas. That was but, a um, great
0: video. That is still, I think, one of the best, most important informational, like vaping as it relates to like vaping and tobacco in the MSA informational videos ever done. I try, I still try to share it as often as I can. It's really good. It's like,
1: it's it's my little baby. And it was like when YouTube still allowed vape related content to go viral. You know what I mean? Like in the good old days. Yeah.
0: When they actually Um, promoted it.
1: (laughs) But exactly. So Stefan found that and like reached out to me and, Mm you know, we became friends. He had, He's in California also, in Northern California. Sure, and he sure. just started taking me with him to like hearings and different stuff. And eventually, you know, it was me, Stefan and Jason that decided to turn Not Blowing Smoke into like a legit advocacy organization, you know, like mm-hmm. paperwork and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and so I was, you know, uh, a part of that for a while. Um, and yeah, that was like, what happened? And then I got a crash course in advocacy and everything else besides the MSA.
0: Yeah. See, that's crazy. When I first started doing advocacy, I was very like, I was thinking nobody's really doing this. I should do this. Like I just felt compelled to, you know, I mm-hmm, should mm-hmm. do this. And me with my barely high school education and nothing else, like one semester of community college, like English lit class, that's it.
1: Ooh, yeah, English class.
0: I was really like, really intimidated by like you know i'm thinking i'm gonna have to read all this stuff i'm gonna have to learn all this stuff i'm gonna have to communicate Mm -hmm. all this stuff and so it was like just this big struggle for me but i like i spent more time focusing on advocacy stuff than like i know how to do reviews i can do reviews off the top Mm -hmm. you know i don't need to learn how to do that i don't need what's this fancy cameras no i don't need any of that what's any of Mm -hmm. this i just like focused on advocacy but i was so like I don't know, unsure of myself. I'm glad that this is the road I decided to go down because I find it fascinating. And, you know, I think that vape advocacy and seeing what happened with things like Evali just kind of like opened my eyes to like the way the world works and how money runs things. And politicians will, you know, you always kind of keep politicians at arm's length, but this Mm -hmm. was the first time you kind of realized, whoa, like some of them are really lying just my lying. politics
1: changed a lot actually when yeah. i got involved with vape advocacy like yeah to be completely honest with you i was if we're if we're in confession mode confession i mode. was a like diehard liberal but i would even progressive could sure, you could have called me i mean i mean california you know my husband's family is like you know all msnbc all the time you know what i mean like so i was like oh okay yeah i agree with these like Blah, blah blah everything's great the yeah. democrats are the you know truth seekers yay yeah and then I got involved with vaping and I was like all oh, y'all suck uh, <laughs> yeah all of you <laughs> excuse <do. laughs> me all of you across the board are terrible you know and I we would do these like fly-ins where we went up to Sacramento like to like educate legislators about vaping this was like many years ago uh-huh. and like I met the actual people I'm like sitting in a room with them and I'm like you don't you're about to vote on a bill and you don't even know, like I had to explain what like milligrams per milliliters was in an e-liquid bottle. (laughs) And I'm like, you're gonna vote on this and you don't even, nope. Cause in my mind, you know, I'm with like the constitutionalists and the founding fathers, like the politicians are the best of us. They're the smartest and most intelligent. And they wrote now, nah, nah, bro. Like my neighbor could be a politician. This Mm -hmm. is not, no, like. New. they are regular people a lot of them and they are not necessarily the yeah. best of
0: us I learned that the hard way they, <laughs> c- turns out they can be a little bit corrupt like Yuck. when there's money involved who knew mm-hmm. <laughs> who knew yeah I, you know I think that happened with a lot of people I think a lot of people through vaping maybe like reevaluated political affiliations and kind of you know, mm-hmm. not even necessarily political affiliations, but even just like the mainstream media says one thing, but really yep. what's going on might not be that thing.
1: Well, right, and I've, I I learned that about of the news you know. too, right? <laughs> like I like trusted the news, you know, yeah. and then vaping comes along, and I'm like, no, you guys are you're leaving out like three quarters of the story. What is happening right? do you do this on everything
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly exactly just table flipping
1: exactly
0: yeah that freaking news well no
1: it changed my worldview on a lot of stuff and i feel like i'm actually a lot more like moderate and middle of the road and like really want to hear out all sides on any given argument or topic because like there's always stuff you don't know about yeah. and you're never a hundred percent right. You never have all the facts. You never nope. like any of it. You know what I mean?
0: A hundred percent. Well, and we were talking about this. I think it might've been on Twitter when we were talking about voting and uh, you're, you know, you and Casey are very much the same way. Like if I'm going to decide on something, if I'm going to put my, you know, mark on this, I need mm-hmm. all the information. I need to do a deep dive. And that's mm-hmm. when we we're talking about. Choosing the comp, troller you know whatever obscure the board of trustees of the (laughs) community college like what is this oh i better do a deep dive on these candidates yeah yeah no
1: and we do it josh and i sit down for every like every time we get a ballot we sit down with our laptops and our notepads and we do like deep dives on everything and we read all of the who's for it who's against it you know what could this mean and vaping's taught me a lot about like looking at paying attention to vaping advocacy and politics has taught me what to look for in other propositions that are like unrelated. You know, yep. I'm like,
0: okay, who's, who, oh, who's this? Pro- oh,
1: okay. okay. They're a who's big investor for us? this. Right. So, yeah, you know, like.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's where I landed on uh, California 22. Was it 22 for Uber drivers?
1: I th- either 22. We have so many. I there's like remember. 15 propositions yeah, that a we lot had of propositions. to. It took a while. But I think like, it's 22. The
0: proposition to keep. Uber drivers as independent contractors. I'm I'm firmly in favor of that. I don't okay. want Uber to leave the state. I don't want okay. Uber to like. I want the drivers to be able to be independent contractors. Okay. And so when you see like who's against this, it's like oh, it's the labor. It's these labor groups, like these mm-hmm. labor unions, mm-hmm. because they're not getting a piece of that Uber pie. They're pushing this proposition to make sure that. Oh, we're going to force Uber to hire them as employees. When when right. you talk to the Uber drivers, that's not what they want at all. They don't right. want a boss that's going to set their hours and have to cover their shifts when they, you know, and all of this complicated stuff that goes along with it. So that was one of the first non-vape, I guess, issues where I had to look at it and go, Okay, well, what's this and weigh it and the benefits and what do the people mm-hmm. really want and what who's funding this and where is this agenda coming from and you're like oh it's right. the labor unions and that's why they're oh okay oh okay but and then you before, learn I probably wouldn't have done that
1: right and then you learn like with the diabetes one for example you remember that proposition then you learn diabetes like just because all of these like you know. Academy of Pediatrics and American Medical Association. Like I used to see, they supported something, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. voting for it." Like yeah. they like it. So my dad's yeah. a doctor, my mom's a nurse. I support that. No, no,
0: no. Yeah, you Mm-mm. can't. Not so no, much no, no, anymore.
1: No. no, there is such shisty stuff. Like if people buy enough board seats on one of these organizations, they'll just vote the way that yep. they want them. Like. No, it's not that it's not. They, these are like funding groups. These are not like, you know, pure little scientists sitting in a lab, you know, (laughs) analyzing everything in a very non-biased and non-agenda driven way. That's not what these organizations are. And I learned that from
0: Objective, completely objective. No, no objectivity. You throw that out the window. No,
1: Everybody's (laughs) got an agenda and everybody's looking for funding. That's remember that children.
0: Remember. Yeah. Remember Danielle said it. So. Pay attention. Listen up. Well, uh, that's a little bit about Danielle. I'm really excited that you're here. I'm really glad you said yes. I'm glad you want to be this, be the co-host on this show. We just do news and advocacy, and I feel like it was uh, really a perfect fit to have Danielle and her subject matter expertness here. Yeah. For Tuesday, bro, Newsday. So I guess, before we jump into anything, let me read these two super chats that we had going on. Part-time Vapor, what do you got there? Uh, first live on my TV and the first Tuesday, bro, Wednesday? <laughs> TB, TBWD, that's very close. That's as close as you can get. Uh, Ranger Man, that's very gracious of you. New Harms Of, you spelled same old lies about, wrong. Ah, it kind of is the same old lies, but we're going to get into that. Uh, Livin' hints—that's very gracious of you. Wow, the best air we can get is by the mainstream side. Who'd a thunk? Good water too. What? Wow, the best air we can get is by the stream side. Who'd think? Good water too. I'm not sure I follow you there, uh, Living Hints. Uh, Roadrunner, 1987. Thank you, Nick, uh, for standing for us to promote advocacy. Look. It's what we do. And I, like I was talking about earlier, it's just, I feel compelled to do it. This is an important enough issue to me. Uh, smokers having access to less harmful vapor products, it, 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 it's important to me. You know, this is one of those, like, I'll die on this hill. And I get it that there's a lot going on and there's bigger things and we have an election coming up and vaping's kind of been like pushed in the mud through from the media and just drag through the mud and it's not on anybody's brains, but it's still, I still think about it constantly. (laughs) It's an important, important thing. And that's why we're here. So let's just jump into this. Uh, Now that we have Danielle Jones here from Casa, there is still an active Casa vape mail call to action. Yes. Yep. Okay. This is, we're still waiting, still waiting. And I was reading that, Mitch McConnell said that they might not come back until well into November, like November 10th or 11th or something like this.
1: I don't know what these clowns are
0: doing. I'm calling them all clowns equally, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) All. (laughs) Yes, but this is one of those things that it could get voted on soon. It could get voted on in a bit, and we literally have no idea because it's the federal government, and they move slow and have no you know, motivation to be fast or efficient in any capacity. So this is to do the call to action, protect your vape mail, um, just do it. I was, you know, I always say this, but you can track this on govtrack.org and according to their analysts, it only has a 42% chance of passing, which doesn't seem like a lot to me. And I feel like with the proper calls to actions and phone calls is uh, is something we could get overturned. What do you know about Colorado? Is that still active? No on Prop EE.
1: Yeah, it's for the ballot. Yeah. So until November 3rd.
0: Which is soon.
1: Voting day, right? Until voting day.
0: That's next week. I know, right? I cannot believe that it's next week. It's almost over, you guys. That is crazy. Well, yeah, I I mean. I can't take another October surprise. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Well. I'm tired. No, (laughs) no. 2020s just tired me out to begin with, but if you're in Colorado, we're voting no on Prop EE. Uh, this is yeah, Colorado's going to join the prestigious group of states where vaping is more expensive than smoking combustible tobacco cigarettes. So that's that's only a net benefit to public health, as far as I know. There's still an active Michigan call to action as well. Says I think there was they a, had their hearing. Yeah, it said the hearing was on October twentieth.
1: So I'm not sure Yeah, I'm not I sure mean, now. You could anyway, but I do you know that they could. had the hearing. I don't know. I don't think I've gotten an update since then, but they did have the hearing.
0: Yeah, it says they did have the hearing. You can still write in, you know, to the MDHSS, the Michigan Department of Health and Human <sighs> Services. They're the ones, uh, you know, along with Governor Whitmer, pushing for this flavor ban. This is a permanent flavor ban, which... I Look, if I'm being honest, I don't know exactly what that means. A permanent flavor ban so it could just, what, never be overturned? It's just forever like it's rewritten into the Constitution or something? <laughs> I, I, you know, I have no idea. I have no idea. But that's what they're touting it as, is like permanent flavor ban. This flavor ban is permanent. So... I'll post a link in the description. I'm not sure if that's still active because they did have the hearing. But also, uh, no on Measure 108 in Oregon. That's a big one too. That's a uh, a measure.
1: Another yeah ballot initiative. <laughs> Another ballot
0: thingy. initiative in Oregon. Uh, we're voting no on Measure 108 again because life-saving products should be affordable. Oregon and Colorado will both join the ranks of California where it's more expensive to vape than it is to smoke. And that makes me insane. Yep. God, that makes me insane. Uh, And then I guess the last two more quick things here that I wanted to throw out there. Uh, It's that Veritas cohort study. You know, I've been pimping this since its inception, uh, trying to get as many people as I possibly can involved. I don't know if it's helping, but I'm just going to throw it out there every time. This is the Veritas cohort study. You can be a part of this study if you have smoked less than 1,000 cigarettes in your life, but you also currently vape, that's 50 packs, right? You have to smoke less than 50 packs of cigarettes total, which I definitely have not done. So I can't be a part of this, but I have a feeling that, I mean, there's gotta be, there's gotta be some low smokers out there. You figure with the rise of vaping, someone could have easily been a smoker for like two or three months Mm -hmm. you know, and then switched over to vaping and then, uh, or a casual smoker that just replaced it with vaping. Yeah. You know, know, one of those, I only smoke with my friends when I'm drinking. Yeah. Could be one of those people. And then, so yeah, link for that will be down in the description. Uh, You don't know nicotine having a big premiere virtual premiere. I can't wait. I just got my tickets. I'm excited. It's like 17 bucks or something like that, and they're having a big new premiere for this movie, November 20th. Uh, it's on this new streaming platform that apparently is going to continue to be like a, it's like a, an established streaming platform that I had never heard of before. I, and I don't know what else they're going to show on this streaming platform, but that's where they're doing it. It's a one-time thing. 17 bucks will get you to see this movie. I am so hyped for this movie. Danielle Jones,
1: I've been waiting. It feels like forever. It feels. Like <laughs> I'm just forever. gonna put that out there. It feels yeah. like forever. We've it been feels waiting like for forever. this from like the hype, and then the production, and yep. the post production, and the post hype. Yeah. Like, where like is that movie?
0: A teaser trailer, and then a few months later, there was like a trailer trailer, and then it was right like, oh, exactly. It's coming now. Oh, it's you don't know nicotine. One thing that uh, I find, I don't know, humorous is that Stanton Glantz despite being in the movie is not promoting this movie in any capacity. And that interesting, (laughs) interesting. I wonder, I wonder what he said in this movie that would make him not want to promote it and draw attention to himself saying such things. (laughs) It is curious. It is curious, but that gives me like, that makes me happy. I'm like, all right, Stan glance isn't promoting it. That makes Mm -hmm. me happy. That makes me stoked. Yep.
1: And isn't our very own you in it as well?
0: Your, your very own me, your very yeah. own uh, Matt Cully. I mean, I got the, I bought the big movie poster and I framed it, and oh, it's in nice. my office right now because I just, oh cool, it's cool, and I like seeing my name. And Stanton Glantz, David Abrams, yeah, yeah, David Abrams, uh, Dave Gorlitz is in it. What other names do I recognize besides Stanton Glantz? Neil Benowitz, which is mm-hmm. like a, okay right i know that's like a, okay uh uh and, and aaron mills you know good old <clears throat> new York. what is her new york mom? Pave. kiddos yeah Pave. she's she's yeah. paved mm. she's paved through and through aaron mills should be a real interesting movie and i cannot wait um mm-hmm. we also had another uh oldies oldies that vape thing the you know the the golden oldies golden oldies yeah the golden oldies vape i don't know what they're calling this The golden oldies capital tours this was a tweet from golden oldies capital tours and i believe this is uh what's her name lindsey stroud lindsey aren't you glad that i'm here (laughs) now instead of texting you (laughs) yes and i like that all i had to say was what's her name you're like oh it's lindsey stroud yeah Lindsey Stroud. Uh this has to do with Safada. And it also has to do with my MVSO, which I was not familiar with uh, prior to this, but apparently it's a it's a group in 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 Michigan that's actively sort of fighting this flavor ban on like a state state level as opposed to like you know, whatever safada, which is a national thing, VTA, mm-hmm. which is like a more of a national con, you know uh industry thing. Yeah, yeah. This is local to Michigan MyVSO.com And uh, we had another golden oldie of vaping So I just wanted to share that video This is Geraldo I think he says his name is Geraldo Anyway oh, Don't say anything, I can't mute you But I- I'm just going to play this video real quick Because I wanted to share it, because this is a great story This is a great little video, so let's hear from Geraldo My name is Geraldo I live in Monroe, Michigan. I am 57 years old and I smoked for 30 years. I quit smoking using vapor products and I have vaped now for seven years. I'm currently vaping Barista Plus. That's a, a coffee with salted caramel and three milligrams of nicotine. That's what I have.
1: Thank you.
0: Yeah. Safada, my VSO. I love this idea. I think this Mm -hmm. is a great idea to just get... I mean, 57 years old, he smoked for 30 years, and just seeing that, like, putting a face to the anecdote, I guess. Right, exactly. Yeah. I think that's a really important thing. I don't know how you could be, uh, you know uh a governor and not be affected by that to not look at that and go oh you know maybe yep. maybe what maybe i'm doing wrong yeah maybe, maybe these people aren't
1: wrong. bots maybe it's not all for teenagers like any of the above
0: yeah any of the above and i love this i love that they're doing it so i hope they crank out some more videos whatever they put out oh, look i'll try to share some cool ones over here you know uh, absolutely, I think they're doing good stuff over there. That's by Svata. I'll post a link down in the description where you can watch that if you want to if you're so interested but uh I guess like the big thing that we had on the on the docket to talk about today Journal of the American Heart Association there's some new vape and dangers. Danielle Jones were you aware of this?
1: <laughs> oh, I heard it. <laughs>
0: There's some new vaping dangers. Journal of the American Heart Association put out a study, a research article. We'll call it what mm-hmm. it is. They put out a research article called uh, e-cigarette or vaping product use associated lung injury produced in an animal model from electronic cigarette vapor exposure without tetrahydrocannabin oil or vitamin E oil. <sighs> what does that mean? What does that even mean? American Heart Association. It basically means they. OK, I'm just going to read the abstract of this. In fact, we're going to do this thusly. I'm just going to read the abstract of this real quickly. You guys can read along with me. It's weird. It's weird. It's it's weird. And I have some takeaways from it. But they say and this is talking about Ivoli. E-cigarette or vaping use-associated lung injury. That's EVALI. E-cigarette or vaping product use-associated lung injury was recognized in the United States summer 2019. This is typified by acute respiratory distress, shortness of breath, chest pain, cough, and fever associated with vaping. Not associated with vaping? Like, that was the first red flag after the first sentence.
1: I mean, associated with vaping what?
0: Yeah, associated with vaping... What? Mm, not, and, But when they make that statement of just saying vaping, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. Right? I mean, they know what they're doing. It's People are going to be confused from that first sentence. Um, they go on to say, it can mimic many of the manifestations of coronavirus, COVID-19. Some investigators have suggested that e-cigarette or vaping product use associated lung injury was due to tetrahydrocannabinol. Or vitamin E acetate oil mixed with the electronic cigarette liquid. Right? Pretty sure that's not what. Okay. That's not quite, another, but gold star for effort, but. Gold, <laughs> gold star for effort. But that was the first, that was the second like red flag where I went, what? That's nah. Isn't that demonstrably false? I mean, yeah. Demonstrably false. But you know, oh, it was mixed with the electronic cigarette liquid, which a is not possible. B demonstrably false. It says in experimental rodent studies, initially designed to study the effects of electronic cigarette use on the cardiovascular system. So that's what they were setting out to do. Right. Mm-hmm. This was just whatever a byproduct.
1: I ha- happened to notice something. Yes. Right. Ha-
0: happened to notice something. Uh, it says, we observed an e-cigarette or vaping product use associated lung injury-like condition. So not the same, like condition that occurred after use of a nichrome heating element at high power without the use of THC, vitamin E, acetate, or nicotine. Lung lesions, including thickening of the alveolar wall uh, with foci of inflammation, Red blood cell congestion, obliteration of alveolar spaces uh, and pneumonitis in some cases. It says bronchi showed accumulation of fibrin, which I had to look up what fibrin was. But apparently fibrin is the uh, it. It's some sort of fibers that accumulate like uh, when you cut yourself and your blood clots, the way that the clot forms with your red blood cells is with fibrin. So this is what they found in there. Fibrin, inflammatory cells and mucus plugs. All right. Electronic cigarettes, electronic cigarette users should be cautioned about the potential danger of operating electronic cigarette units at high settings. The possibility that certain heating elements may be deleterious. Well done. Yeah, I did it. And the e-cigarette or vaping product use associated lung injury may not be dependent upon THC, vitamin E, or nicotine. So, so many questions, so many initial red flags. Did you get those same red flags? I mean, you read this whole thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. hmm I mean, at the beginning, it tricked me a little bit because I was like, wait, are they, you know, because to be fair, the language in here, right, their main point Uh, literally says that you know users should be cautioned that something may happen well that doesn't sound you know overtly horrific right you know but the more that you look and read the more you're like wait you got that wrong and like that's not really correct and like you know nicotine was actually never associated with a volley so why are you including that yeah and it wasn't about the THC. It was about the vitamin E, actually. So, like, why are you including that? Yeah. They're basically saying that they have, they think that they have recreated Evali in rodents who they forced to vape with uh, nichrome coils. That's right. essentially on high wattage. That's what they're saying. Right. We produced Evoli in a lab in rodents, in mice, yep. with nichrome coils at high wattage. That's what they think is happening.
0: At high wattage, and it, you, you'll right. see as we get into this, there's very little specifics about any of that. But even, even when I first saw this, you know, I went into it like a little bit concerned, right? Like, right? If it oh, is, me too.
1: I was like, should I switch to kanthal? Right. Like,
0: if it is true, if this is a real right. thing, then we kind of need to have a little bit of a serious discussion about nichrome coils, right? Sure. Right. And then that that little bit of like concern and hesitation went away like point two seconds after you start reading the first two sentences and you just go, right. Oh, they don't really know what they're talking about.
1: I mean, pretty much right. <laughs> like also, can we just take a moment to recognize that you and I know more about Avoli than these like scientists do?
0: <laughs> I know. And it's can not we just... even like not a doctor, not a scientist. I just read things. And yeah. I read every report. I mean, I'm sure you were the same way. I was reading everything that came out about Ivali. Everything. Every paper, yep. every article, every study, every everything. You know, even like Leafly was reporting on it correctly. Mm. Rolling Stone was reporting best. on it. Co- yeah, yeah, Leafly really had like the best coverage of Evali. Yep. Um, And everything that was coming out of like, you know, oh, mainstream media or American Heart Association, American Lung Association was all contradictory to that because they kept trying to hang on to that well it could still be caused by nicotine right. vaping you know it could right. still be there a couple
1: people said they didn't vape thc
0: yeah a couple people said in they states where vape. it's illegal <laughs> yeah exactly where you would go to jail Surprise. <laughs> where you would go to jail for self-reporting that they still and even now even though i like, I thought we were really past that with the vitamin E stuff, and then still, even right now in this yep. paper, September 2020, they're still trying to hang on to this. Mm-hmm. Well, it could still be regular <sighs> nicotine vaping; it still could be. Don't rule it out completely. Right. You know, we had to force feed rats horrible toxic vapor through their noses for hours on end to come to this conclusion, but it could still, you know, it could still be sounds scary though. If they got, you know, if you were just a person reading this sounds scary.
1: Yeah. Even I, I had a minute where I was like, should I switch over to Canthal? Like just to be sure, you know, because like as vapors, you know what I mean? while we are diehard supporters of the thing that has saved our lives we also i think as a as a people right are open Mm -hmm. to the idea of like making vaping even safer as more science comes out right so if something legit were to say you know what guys like nichrome coils may not be the best material you should probably stick with canthol like okay fine you know i would do that you know what i mean but be reasonable, be logical and have yep. facts.
0: Yep, 100%. And that's one of the things about vaping is we can easily course correct and make this product the safest product possible, you know. Like back in the day when they kept talking about a diacetyl and diacetyl and diacetyls and everything. And even that doctor that I talked to on uh, Spectrum in Focus, she kept she brought up diacetyl and I'm like there's mm-hmm. no there's no diacetyl because we have the, the entire industry. Yeah, the wiped entire out. Yeah. The entire Like these, I
1: remember working for an e-liquid company that was like, No one will buy anything if we don't have test results that say it's not in here. Like yep. it just it I don't mean to like be any type of way, but it did work itself out. Like the yeah. market was like no more. Yeah. And all the manufacturers Absolutely. responded.
0: Absolutely. It's the perfect it's the perfect example of the free market because as soon as the consumers were made aware that this was a thing, diacetyl, and we didn't want to have anything Even to do with it. Wasn't. It's kind of not really a thing. I miss of. diacetyl like crazy. It's not really. But regardless, the consumers were aware. The consumers knew what they wanted. And so they were asking liquid manufacturers, what can you show me to show that there's not diacetyl in these e-liquids? And the market had to completely correct and self-regulate. And that's just one of the things we have the ability to do. If they find something else that whatever, in the e-liquid. I can't think of another ingredient that could go bad. But let's say at a certain temperature, vegetable glycerin or PG turns into this weird toxic thing. At that stage, if that happens, which it won't happen, but if that happens, we can course correct that. We can go, okay, well, we'll just make liquids without it then. Well, to be
1: fair, we used to be able to. Now with PMTAs and FDAs, we can't change anything without like... Nope. years and millions of dollars right. but we were able to do it before we were able to
0: do it well the gray market we we can still do that yeah we don't we, fl- we fly under their radar but yeah it's easily course correctable so uh, this this paper talks a little bit about uh like evali w- what was happening uh vitamin e acetate this that and the other um it says uh Vitamin E acetate oil, which was used to dilute these additives, were possible culprits. It says, in addition, still trying to pin it, in addition, 57% of Ivali cases reported using nicotine. So even with that vague statement, it's not even like 57% of Ivali cases only reported using nicotine. Right. It's just in addition to smoking weed out of a vape pen, They were Mm -hmm. probably also...
1: Juuling or whatever. Juuling
0: or nicotining or or whatever you want to call it. You know, risk factors. If you do one, you're more likely to do the other. I get it. But there's still... In addition, 57% of Ivali cases reporting using nicotine, while THC and perhaps cannabinoil, vitamin E acetate, or nicotine may be contributing factors. Nicotine's not a contributing factor. I mean, that's been... I mean, the, I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it is, but the percentage of people that only said that they used nicotine products who had Ivali was like insanely low. Yeah. It was like
0: so low. Obscenely low. And I mean, this is like, this is verifiable because I have the uh, the transcript, the final transcript of the CDC's telebriefing on eVoli, mm. And yeah. you can control, you know, you can command F and find the words, And if you search for nicotine, it appears in this teletranscript five times. That's it. This whole whole transcript, five times. You're telling me nicotine still could be. Oh, it still could be. It definitely can't be. You search for nicotine, it comes up a few times. You search for vitamin E acetate. Let's search for vitamin E. Vitamin. Yeah, 38 times. Hi, what do you think was, <laughs> what do you think was contributing to EVALI? Right, it was definitely not nicotine. We know it wasn't nicotine, but they're still trying to pin it on nicotine. Um, this study happened at uh, California. No, surprised, California Irvine Huntington Medical Center. Center. So it says. Our basic goals of this study were to compare the effects of electronic cigarette vapor with and without nicotine versus tobacco smoke versus air on rat cardiovascular physiology and pathology. I would like to see the results of those studies of that study as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's not ready yet. From what I remember reading about this they're like in the middle of that study and saw this, so decided to like pause and write this paper, basically.
0: Pause, pause our original work or write this paper,
1: yeah. Or maybe they didn't pause and they're still doing it, but I, my understanding was that that original is not ready yet.
0: Well, I'll be interested to see that when it's ready yet. Really very interested to see that when it's ready yet. So that's what they were trying to do. And then they talk about how prior to September 2019, it says we were studying electronic cigarette vapor added, vapor generated from propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin. And it says plus tobacco flavor, classic tobacco flavoring, quote, single shot, mm-hmm. which was the lowest dose available from Vaporfy, plus nicotine using a stainless steel element so mm-hmm. just one weird thing i tried like hell to go to vaporfy.com and search for whatever they used and can't find anything that's labeled as like a single shot or okay i don't know i'm a i am I could just be like their bad terminology right they're just not familiar with it they, right. they don't know what it is they labeled well, it as of- like a single shot
1: Right. And part of their problem was that that whatever device and atomizer they were using Mm -hmm. no longer is available, which Mm -hmm. is why Mm -hmm. they switched to the nichrome coil and then they supposedly started noticing this problem. So yes. it's conceivable that whatever they were using, the e-liquid that they were using is also no longer available. Cause you know, people are whittling down their inventories. Sure, so sure. that may explain that. But that's why they switched to the Nichrome coil is because the stainless steel wasn't available anymore. As we've all discovered on our own, the sure. way that people manufacture coils and then stop carrying them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and apparently the new criteria for this new product that they're using to test on rats it just says the new device was physically compatible with our exposure system right but the heating element changed from stainless steel to a nickel chromium alloy uh niachrome. heating elements and commercially available electronic cigarettes are usually made of stainless steel nickel chromium or nichrome, canthal nickel or titanium it says we resumed our experiments using the same e-liquid propylene glycol plus tobacco flavoring um, 18 rats received a single nose only what I know, this a single nose only acute electronic cigarette exposure for 2 hours and it says they used a nichrome eating element at 60 to 70 watts there's no and you know Amelia touches on this as well but there's no yeah. uh what resistance? What resistance? There's no specifics as far as like, what even was it? Was it a sub tank? Yeah. Right. Was it a a mouth to lung coil head tank? Was it a, a like a Caliburn pod? Was it, I mean, maybe not yeah, a Caliburn because we... it needs to, what was it?
1: What, yeah. And what was the wicking situation? Right. That's what I really want to, I'm excited to get into Amelia because yeah. she really- she really yeah
0: she really hit the nail on the head and so uh they had done this before that's right new compatible up the nose of the rats so they i'm assuming that this is going to fall into and maybe we'll get into this when we get into the amelia tweet thread about this but i i get the feeling that they were just punishing these rats with burnt coil heads
1: that's I think it's another WHO situation, right? that that yeah. uh, formaldehyde dry hit situation. because yeah. I've talked to a few people. I'm not a coil expert. Don't let me go ahead and put that out there. Sure. But I think that stainless steel coils you probably know better versus nichrome coils, You know, there's a little bit of difference in terms of like how quickly they heat up and cool down and like how you vape on them, right? Right. And depending on what device it is and how well it wicks. Yeah. You know, if they're putting it in one of these like smoking machines, you know, like the cigarette smoking machines, and it's just go, 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 go. Most vape devices can't keep up with that. No because people don't vape that way.
0: Right. Yeah. People don't vape that way. And all I can picture are these poor look, I mean however sorry you can feel for laboratory rats. I feel mm-hmm. a little a little sorry for these laboratory rats that I'm assuming just sat there and got pumped up their noses for two hours with what could dry probably hits. be, uh, yeah, a dry hits. Just dry yeah. hits after dry hits after dry hits. And it upsets me because it, it, it upsets me because it comes down to like, they don't understand it. And like, they're just not willing to learn. Like, this is just like a cigarette. We should be able to just hook it up to this machine and it, it will do the same things that cigarettes do. It'll perform and behave right. the exact same way.
1: Right. Even though it's battery powered yeah, and everything's right. different.
0: Right. Even though it's battery powered and everything's different and there's cotton wicks on the inside and there's a heating element and your juice needs to wick to mm-hmm. that heating element. They just don't. Under, it would be like. Taking your car to the garage, and then they just drain out the oil and just and just floor the gas pedal. And it's like, oh, it's seized up. It must be unsafe. Right. You know, we gotta you're gonna need a new car now. It's like, well, you weren't using it right. Like there right. Are things that need to happen in order for this to function properly. And you guys were clearly, clearly not doing that thing. I so know, right? Their big conclusion that they came to was that look, we did this, you know, we got, we, we created an Evali like condition. They'd be sure to say that Evali like condition that can be induced in an animal model after exposure to tobacco flavored. I'm sure Mm -hmm. that was a big part of it. Uh, Tobacco flavored propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin operated at high power settings and heated with a niachrome heating coil without the addition of THC vitamin E acetate, or nicotine.
1: It's cute that they think 70 to 80 watts is high.
0: Yeah, it it is. It is. But could you imagine, I mean, getting a dry hit at like 50 watts is horrible. Like god-awful. God-awful. Imagine getting a dry hit at 70 watts and then just... Not stopping. (laughs) That's essentially what happened. Right. Just completely not stopping. There was one thing in here. I took a note on it. They mentioned, they say that uh, electronic cigarette users should be cautioned about the potential danger of operating units at higher than the recommended settings.
1: Well, okay, sure. That's good advice for anything.
0: Sure. Right. Yeah. Higher than the recommended settings. And that leads me to believe like, Maybe they were aware that they were operating these higher than the recommended settings. Right. You know, like some coil right heads have there. like a
1: range printed yeah. on them, right? Like yeah. this resistance is best at this. You know, maybe in order to, you know, fit in line with their original, you know, study, they yeah. needed to keep that wattage, whatever they had. And perhaps that was not, I mean, I don't know what like sub ohm type coil head. I mean, it's hard to know with wow, you know, not knowing what device they were yeah. using, but like most coil heads you'd think would be all right at 70 to 80, but who knows what they were using?
0: Yeah. And, and it's bananas to me that they didn't include any specifics about anything. Included nothing. I'd be surprised
1: if they even knew. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do we call this? this contraption? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Scott Gottlieb and his contraptions, those adult contraptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Un, un, unaware and i feel like it's not it wouldn't be difficult to get a subject matter expert on vaping to go no 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 here we're gonna prime the coil head real quick right. right we're gonna do this we're gonna fill it up it's it's working okay right okay stop the machine that's too long that's yeah. too much it's too you don't do that too like much. Just, no reminds me of that jay Hayes video
1: right that researcher went into jay Hayes's <laughs> shop yeah. that whole yeah. it's like that like Oh, there has to be airflow, like yeah, like you could walk into a shop and learn that. Yep,
0: like there's people out there with the information, and goddamn it, Amer- Journal of the American Heart Association. I don't know who did this study. I didn't recognize any of the of the names on it.
1: I didn't pre- specifically either.
0: I didn't recognize any of the names. Um, it wouldn't be difficult. There are subject matter experts out there, and look. I'd like this study to happen too. Uh, you want me to help? Yeah, I'll help. Serious? I'll help you out in any way. I'll help you out completely. And so, this is a thing, and it's been circulating around there. I, I haven't seen it like pop up in the mainstream news. I haven't seen any like articles about. No. Oh, eVoli. It's not. It's not what you it's thought. Not over yet. Yeah. Oh, it's right, not over yeah. yet. It's still vaping. I haven't seen anything like that. Haven't seen anything like that. But. Thankfully, uh, uh, I don't know. I was going to call her our near and dear friend, but. Oh, could do it. Sure. She's our near and dear friend. Uh, Amelia Howard on Twitter did a little bit of a breakdown on this. Uh, Throughout some of her ideas and her red flags. And uh, it's completely fascinating. Amelia, uh, Amelia's uh, brilliant. Brilliant person. If you're not hip yes. to Amelia Howard on Twitter, get hip to Amelia Howard on Twitter. But quick. she post yeah, quick. We'll have a link down in the description. Here, I'll just put a link in the chat right now to this status. You can you can read along with us on your screen and the YouTube and right here. So she says after reading this study, I don't think the authors have presented any compelling evidence for their hypothesis regarding Evali outbreak and I actually see a lot of red flags. And I read I read it myself before I read this Amelia tweet, and I'm reading through her tweets and I'm going, yep, yep, 100%. Uh, so we're just gonna read this thread uh, because it's amazing. First yep. problem, they have not done a good job reporting their design and methodology. While they do report materials and device wattage, I don't see any info on the resistance of the coils that they tested. Uh, They are also pretty vague about the operating conditions. Both of those things are true. They didn't mention Mm -hmm. devices, wattage, I mean, resistance. Um, I don't know what machine they hook it up to. I don't know what that involves or what that looks like. This matters because running coils in inappropriate operating conditions will burn them. Vapors experience this as a dry hit People in people... Uh, the shockingly bad taste and feel of vapor from burned coils precludes inhalation, especially repeated inhalation. Uh, inhalation toxins produced by the user error, and that's a huge, like that's a huge part of this. Is yep. we can feel a dry hit coming, right? We oh yeah, sense it mm-hmm. like, before it even happens, and you kind of yep. go, oh, uh,
1: "I need to re or I, I, need, I need to, you know, do, drip, or I need to you drip.
0: Know. I need to fill my tank. I need to do." And that's what annoys me about, I see some of these tanks with like cages on it. And I'm like, where's my e-liquid level? Like, yeah, I don't, right. You know, where, I don't want, because I've taken huge rips off of empty tanks and like barely dry coil heads. And even with a little bit of moisture on there, it's still awful. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh my God, all you need to do is do it like once. Yeah. It's the less You're cured. That, yeah, you're cured. You're cured of ever, ever taking a dry hit. <laughs> Ever taking a dry hit ever again?
1: I have phantom dry hit concerns. Like I'll I'll check it and it's oh no it's still wet. (laughs) Okay we're good. I just thought I felt it. Like I'm if you watch me if I say I'm constantly checking. Oh no okay all right yeah. Oh
0: so you're like a you're a pop and paint like you pop your top and look Mm -hmm, at your mm wicks yeah. See Casey's the same exact way. She can't just Uh, because
1: I'm paranoid. (laughs) Dry hits are terrible. Yeah
0: they're terrible. It's the worst. It's it's the worst. Amelia goes on to say, "Dry hit has been known to people who use e-cigs since the first days of the technology, but there's also a considerable there's also a considerable literature on the implications of this phenomenon for emission studies. Machines, yeah, machines can't taste a dry hit and vape, whether operating conditions reflect reality or not. So, yes, the machine will just keep going, right." Because unless you're aware that there's a dry hit happening right you'd have no idea uh an advocate for liberty from the chat just think about airflow unadjusted that alone can create terrible dry hits yeah absolutely true even if your airflow isn't adjusted properly mm-hmm. and it's a little too restricted or or you know this that and the other that can lead to that can lead to dry hits Um, Which brings me to an additional red flag. I see no reference to any of the key studies on dry hit or to any of the major relevant studies in the emissions literature on this paper. It makes me wonder if the authors are familiar with the research relevant to their work at all. So I didn't know this, but there are other studies like on this, right? Emissions, dry hits, things like that. I didn't really know that that was a thing until I saw Amelia's tweet here. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, This wouldn't be the first time that enterprising researchers with a tobacco control grant but no practical knowledge or experience with the technology burned coils and attributed a hazard caused by user error undetected due to their design to normal operations of the machines. I'm going to like that tweet. That's the best Mm -hmm. tweet of it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Inexperience. Unknowledgeable about the technology you burn coils and I mean how do they not how do they not do homework before it? how do they not how do they not do homework before it? I mean like you said with that girl going in from NYU to into Jay Hayes's shop knowing nothing and not yep. even bothering to oh there has to be airflow like yeah there has to be airflow like we're trusting you kinda to test this stuff and you're doing it so badly. Yeah. So poorly. Right? Like, would you give an
1: iPhone to a person that had never used a piece of technology before and ask them to review and test it?
0: Yeah. No. Exactly. Test this. Test the benchmarks on this. You'd just go, uh, okay.
1: Like, what is this contraption? Yeah. What touch it? Where are the buttons?
0: Like (laughs) (laughs) exactly.
1: That's what we're talking about here. Yeah.
0: And I'm not gonna go at the same hand, you know, at the same time, I'm not gonna go try to get a job at like a mechanic working on cars. Be like, have you ever worked on a car before? Nope. <laughs> don't know much about them, but let me add it. I'll just tear stuff apart and you need to have some experience with this technology. You need to have some experience with this technology. Um, she says, am I sure that's what happened here? No, uh, they don't disclose enough info for someone literate in e emission science to know if the study is any good. But the likely alternate explanation isn't even the main reason. I don't think the author's explanation in the paper is valid. There's a side note. Side note, <laughs> they didn't design the study to test a, hy- test a hypo, hypo- hy- Test a hypothesis. Test a hypothesis. A <laughs> <tethis> a <laughs> this is this is this is longitudinal all over again. No, what was it? Longevity. Longevity. Longevity all over again. They didn't design the study to test a hypothesis about Evali and different coil materials. As I understand, it was a bug having to use different coils due to availability that created a comparison group and differences in these rats is now being explained post hoc. That means after the fact. Mm -hmm. Not that bugs arising in the research process can't serendipitously lead to groundbreaking scientific discoveries, but usually... Bugs are just bugs, and their weird results should be interpreted cautiously. To paraphrase uh, to paraphrase, Feynman, the great Richard Feynman, resist fooling yourself. You are the easiest to fool. True facts, Amelia Howard. Anyway, back to the paper. The post hoc hypothesis is that evali may be independent of substance. This is based on an observation that rats administered vapor from a new to the experiment coils developed inflammation similar to EVALI and not seen in rats that got different coils. One major problem is that while rats like EVALI patients developed symptoms of ARDS, that's the acute respiratory distress syndrome, ARDS, nothing else fit with the eptymological picture of the ARDS outbreak known as EVALI. Importantly, while nichrome coils did seem To harm more rats in vague operating conditions we know little about, absolutely, than stainless steel. They're not new and extremely common. uh, They are extremely common and used by vapors around the world, including highly regulated environments like Europe way before Evali. The Evali outbreak was limited almost entirely to the United States, and most cases are connected to illicit black market cannabis products. The timing corresponds with the introduction of vitamin E acetate into illicit cartridges sold in America anyway this study came on my radar via someone which reminded me that it takes a lot of product specific knowledge to recognize some of these problems even though they are obvious to many uh, politically active vapors so I figured it was a good candidate for unpacking yep everything Amelia said Mm -hmm. everything Amelia said It it drives me insane that they didn't mention, I mean, nothing helpful. There's no helpful information in this from the Journal of the American Heart Association. Mm -mm. Nothing helpful. As a concerned vapor, like if I was a vapor and I was concerned and I came to this thinking, you know, like we were saying, oh, nichrome, we might need to stop using nichrome. There's no good information for you here. If you're searching for the truth of what's going on you won't find it here you won't find specifics you won't find any of that Mm -mm. but that didn't stop old stanton glance oh god from uh i know blogging about it in his brand
1: new blog don't go there you don't want to give him any traffic
0: oh it's bad (laughs) isn't there a way to link people to things without
1: I think I if they open it in like an it. incognito window, okay. that would probably be helpful. Well, but don't I, give that man traffic.
0: I've been reading all of his blog entries. How could I not? But, I, you know, I mean, I guess if we were curious, like what Stanton Glance is going to do post uh, UCSF. Right. It's be a blogger. Mm-hmm. He's going to blog about things. And it didn't stop him from making a blog entry uh, that's very Stanton Glancy and and we'll read yeah, it, we'll look at it here so you don't have to.
1: <laughs> any remotely negative vaping thing he's got to jump all over, right? Yeah,
0: he's going to be he's going to be all over it. New source of danger from e-cigs, the heater coil. The heater coil. He talks about nichrome is used in toasters and then all he really does is say, "Look, vaping's bad and here's the abstract from the uh, AHA study." Right. That's it. That's what he does. But he was Instantly on board. Just... Yep. Old I don't even know if you read it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Did he probably stopped at the headline and was like, yep.
0: <laughs> yep. New source of danger from e-cigs. It's the heater coil. Which really... I don't know. That's dumb because... It seems like a weird dragon to slay. You know, they can't yeah. get us on science. They can't get us with nicotine, PG and VG flavorings. They, that doesn't contribute to any sort of lung illnesses or injuries or evoli. It's certainly not the nicotine. Uh, people's beliefs about nicotine are all messed up anyway, but it's not the nicotine. So Stanton, it's like the last Hail Mary of Stanton Glantz is... It's the heating element.
1: Yeah, it's the coils, right? It's heavy coil. metals and all yeah, that. Heavy metals, you know,
0: bullshit. It seems like a hail mary. It's like could be the, the the heating element, and then we just go, well, we can change those to a different material, right? Nope, nope, can't do that. FDA prevents it, so obviously a ban is the only logical thing to do for Stanton Glance. Right. Unbelievable! Unbelievable, Stanton Glance. So there was one more thing about this.
1: Oh, you have to read it. It's so
0: good. Is this the Clive Bates? Yes. Yeah, Clive. It's glorious. It's pretty glorious. If I could get to it. Here we go. Going down. All these Chrome tabs are just bringing my computer to its knees. Oh, good Lord. That's way too big. (laughs) Zoom out, Nick. Zoom out. So uh, Clive Bates. Do you want to give some background on Clive Bates? He's just... uh, He's just a he's guy like, that's always been around. Yeah, he's <laughs> that's how he's I see him.
1: Amazing, he's amazing. You should <laughs> go check out his blog. Yeah, and he it's called the Counterfactual. Yeah, he's amazing.
0: Yeah, and very he, smart. Clegg Bates, really smart. Uh, yeah, he runs his own blog. Uh, he comments frequently and often continuously on you know the world of vaping, tobacco controls, things like that that we deal with. Um, and this isn't this. I don't know where this came from. Did he say even it, where this came from? It's from a he blog He just entry? posted
1: it. I don't know. I couldn't find an entry on his blog, but he. I don't know if he just like wrote it in a notebook and then just like screenshotted it and put it on Twitter. Like I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I couldn't could find a- it anywhere, but it's, it's just too good to not read.
0: So this is Clive Bates' uh, response to this, um, and he quotes them, and he says, We observed an e-cigarette or vaping product use-associated lung injury-like condition that occurred acutely after the use of a niachrome heating element at high power without the use of THC, vitamin E, or nicotine. Clive Bates's response is, We, a bunch of idiots, jacked up the power on a device until the lungs of helpless animals were burnt by the toxic fumes from overheated e-liquid undergoing prylosis?
1: I'm assuming that's like maybe burning or something.
0: Yeah, burning down, breaking down, I don't know. Uh, The animals, unlike humans, had no control over the device so they could not stop the searing pain we were inflicting upon them by the simple expedient of stopping vaping or puffing differently. So we pushed on and brought them close to death and sometimes beyond and then cut out their lungs and had a good look at what we'd done by by way of suffering and pain. (laughs) After it was all over, some of us thought, yes, yes. Well, that was one almighty balls up of an experiment. (laughs) But do you think we can get a paper out of it? The PI paused, drew a breath, and then winked at his admiring team. Wait a minute. I think I've got an idea, and I think I know just the journal. Man, that's really good. Man, that's... (laughs) So good, Clive Bates. So good, Clive Bates. He's just He's got a way with words, doesn't he? Yes, he does. And see, I love that because that was a dig at so much. Like that was a dig at the research. That was a dig at the researchers. That was a dig yep. at the journal. Journal. Itself. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it's good. It's really good. So uh, at the end of the day, this, this paper, this mm-hmm. research article, uh, doesn't have a lot of specifics, if there is something about Niachrome, I want I want to know about it. I want to know. Yeah. So sure, I can. We can keep looking into this. As it stands right now, I think they just burned the hell out of some coil heads and force fed that. I mean, at that point, like combusted smoke, right, straight into the nostrils of these poor helpless little rats. Agreed. And that's just the that's a horrible feeling, and I hate that. Yeah. I hate that because they think they're doing like something good here. They think, right. I mean, do they really, you think they really think they're doing something good? Like we're so concerned with vapors health that we have right. to expose this no matter how preliminary it is. You, you guys have to know about it.
1: I or they remember. just want to publish papers and get more grant money.
0: Yeah. Or they want to be exact
1: they just want to publish papers,
0: get more grant money. Yeah. <laughs> Get more grant money. Uh, let's do a couple of these super chats that popped up while we were talking. Uh, yep. Uh, Roadrunner. Oh, there you go. Roadrunner. Not the real Gerard Butler. There's a fist bump to you. Sorry for the delayed fist bump, but there you go. I appreciate you being here. Not the real Gerard Butler. Part-time vapor. Oops. TBND. Sorry. Apparently I'm an idiot. TBND. Oh, Tuesday he did. Day. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He did the
1: W before. Oh, okay. He's okay. correcting his previous super
0: chat. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Tuesday, bro, Wednesday. I was like, Tuesday, bro, Wednesday. Yeah. I was confused, people. Tuesday, bro, Newsday. Sorry, apparently I'm an idiot. Never say that, part time vapor. You're not You're an not. idiot. I don't believe that at all. No. Uh, pippa's Live. That's very gracious of you. Australia Up in Smoke. Documentary premieres this Friday. Uh, Australian time featuring Bogan Bates. Uh, yo Clive Bates many doctors yeah. and vapors. This is huge Grim Green. Yeah I saw this Australia Up in Smoke documentary. Uh, there's a trailer for it. There's one singular trailer for it. Let me try to find it.
1: You told Australia me about this last Smoke. time I was on the show and yeah. I forgot to look it up.
0: It's called Australia Up in Smoke. Uh I can't remember the name of the girl that's doing it. Uh, that's frustrating. That's frustrating, but yeah, there's a, uh, a pretty great trailer. Um, it's very, uh, you know, uh, I guess 2020 it's real, like intense music and like people's lives are on the line and it's like a very serious type of, uh, trailer, but awesome. Thank you for, uh, thank you for bringing that up. Pippa's live. If you have a link that you can email me to where people can check it out. Please email it to me, Nick nickatgrimgrim.com. I'll make sure that gets shared uh, as much as humanly possible, but I can't wait. I want to see it. I can't wait. Uh, Dalton, oh, that's very gracious of you. He says, first live stream. I've been watching you for about four years, and you're one of the reasons I opened up a store in New Jersey. Uh, hell yeah. Glad you opened up a store. Bloody good. Uh, Does that say bloody good Flemington? On IG? Is that you on IG? Thank you so much for being you. Keep on vaping. Uh, Look, I appreciate the kind words, Dalton. I'm sorry for all the nonsense that you have to deal with in New Jersey. New Jersey, just ass backwards, flavor bands, all up and down the East Coast. Sorry what you have to deal with in New Jersey, but uh, keep fighting the good fight. I appreciate you, Dalton. And sick boy, Danielle Jones is the wind beneath my wings. Oh, hell Yeah. 100% 100% Nick, Uh, you just a spanky neck tattooed cutie. <laughs> very much appreciated, I sick like boy. Him. Yeah, yeah, very, very much appreciated, sick boy. Neck very tatted
1: cutie. It's going to yeah. be my new I'm going to put you in my phone as that.
0: Neck tatted cutie. Cutie. Neck tatted. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable, sick boy. Well, we got like... Fifteen solid minutes left of this first Tuesday Bro Newsday. Do you want to ju- you want to talk about Icos a little bit? We could do it. Yeah, we could talk about Icos a little bit. So this kind of all started from a Twitter account called Exposed Tobacco. <laughs> Exposed Tobacco, and I wasn't familiar with this Twitter account until you know uh, you know Moira Gilchrist. Yes. Yes. She's the one that brought this to my attention. She's the something vice president of PMI.
1: I thought she was like a researcher. I
0: is she a wrong. researcher? What does her Twitter profile say? Look that up. All the good stuff happens on Twitter. You guys, I hope you're getting on Twitter. Yeah, that's yeah. It's Pippa. Cause Pippa she's Star. doctor. Pippa's live. Yes.
1: Okay. Dr. Moira Gilchrist is a VP at Phil Morris international.
0: Yes. VP. Philip Morris International (PMI). So she's the one that brought this organization to my attention, and as soon as I, you know, all you need to do is read a few of the things that they have, and you kind of go, "What? Uh, this is weird. This is a weird organization." And they're called Expose Tobacco. Yeah, expose it. But they post because it this still
1: needs and- to be exposed. We right. haven't done that over the last forty years. <laughs>
0: right. Right. <Exactly. laughs> Wait, there's more. Uh, right. Exactly. Smoking causes cancer, lung, you know, emphysema, COPD, you know, brain aneurysms and and strokes and all these things. But we still we're still an exposing tobacco. We need some dragons to slay. That says we fact checked PMI's claim to public health victory after US FDA released its ruling on ICOS. Here's everything you need to know about ICOS products and its negative implications for public health. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. And of course they use like burnt used heat sticks, like from a used icos. Obviously it shows like, Oh, there could be a little bit of charring going on there. And you instantly in your brain, you associate that with all the smoking experiments you saw right. when you're a kid of like black cotton balls and charred things. You're instantly yep. kind of making that connection in your head where you go, okay, this is going to be bad you know, this is going to be bad. So as a little background to this, Philip Morris got a modified risk tobacco product designation from FDA, correct?
1: Yes. Yes, they did.
0: And what does that allow them to say?
1: So there's some specifics on it and I apologize. I don't know if I have the language right in front of me, Um, but essentially it gives them a very, there's like a couple phrases that they're allowed to say. And that's, That's literally it. The FDA like gives them the exact phrase in quotes that they're allowed to use. Mm -hmm. And it's something to the effect of ICOS exposes you to less harmful toxins than smoking. Something something to that effect essentially is what they're allowed to say.
0: Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Well, if you follow the link in the description, you're going to end up here at exposedtobacco.org. And it says the United States Food and Drug Administration found that Philip Morris International's heated tobacco product, ICOS, does not reduce the risk of death and disease when compared to cigarettes. But because the FDA also ruled that ICOS meets the less stringent exposure modification standard, PMI is capitalizing on the confusing language and praising the FDA's rule as a milestone for public health.
1: Okay. Can I? May I I don't. Yeah, I get into please. this? Please. Okay, so there you can get an uh, what we call an MRT or an MRT. Yeah, P letters, modified <laughs> risk tobacco product Longevity. designation, <laughs> right? <laughs> Longevity. Longevity. <laughs> you can get an MRTP one of two or both ways. You can either get what is called a modified risk designation or a modified exposure designation or you can get both for example if you're like a snus and like swedish match i believe they got both right so modified risk means that you actually your product actually carries less less risk than cigarettes versus modified exposure which says well you are exposed to less toxins But we don't have enough long term data to definitively say that the risk is less. Like, you, I mean, usually those two things go together, right? If you're exposed to less bad stuff, it's probably less risky. But, you know, they want long term data, which, okay, fine, to back up the argument that it's less risky. Now, ICOS is newer than vaping is. So if we don't have long term data, they sure as shit don't. Yeah, they definitely don't. FDA said, okay, we are giving you modified exposure, but not modified risk. Okay, and that is a that is a normal FDA thing. They do that, right? And but this this expose whatever is jumping on that and turning it into something like, oh my God, they got it like through a backdoor loophole. Like no, that's that's one of the two. They're
0: presenting it. You know,
1: these are the normal pathways. You get one or two or both. You know, whatever it, one or both. And this is normal. For example, if you want to talk about 22nd centuries, uh, VLN cigarettes, which is the very low nicotine, that also recently was given a PMTA to go on the market, right? Yes, right. Th- these cigarettes, which they're just cigarettes, but they have a lower nicotine content. That's the only difference. Mm-hmm. They're regular old cigarettes with less nicotine. They are applying for an MRTP designation also, and they are only applying for the modified exposure category because it's still a cigarette so obviously they're not going to get modified risk right. putting less nicotine in a cigarette doesn't make it not give you heart disease or lung cancer it <laughs> right. just exposes you to less nicotine that's the yes. only yes yeah public health people love vln cigarettes they think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread you know as much as a tobacco product can be to them but they think it's a, a step in the right direction lowering the nicotine content that one is doing modified exposure also, and they don't seem to have a problem with it. But right. when Icos gets modified exposure, oh no, it's this huge scandal, like right. cry me a river. Yeah. Like,
0: yes, cry me a river, freaking cry me a river exposed tobacco. It's so that's see that language is really bizarre to me because I feel like lower exposure just goes hand in hand with lower risk.
1: I mean, probably in most cases, but occasionally not.
0: Yeah, maybe occasionally not. Maybe
1: occasionally not. You know, they're both what I would consider harm reduction, right? Less risk, less toxins. Like those are both good things, which is why they're both MRTPs. Yes. But one of them requires longer term data.
0: I feel like that's, I feel like they're really splitting hairs here. I mean, I get it. I agree. I agree. I agree.
1: You know they're they're acting like there's this is some you know backhanded scandal and that you know the Icos people are lying. Well, they're not lying. They got an MRTP. FDA was very clear about what they're allowed to say, and it's that you're exposed to less like harmful constituents when you use these.
0: And if I was just a consumer and I was a smoker, and I saw that Icos is lower exposure, then I would instantly go. All right. Well, this is also lower risk,
1: and that's that's what they're <laughs> capitalizing on. Like that's what they're saying is that oh well, everybody gonna is gonna think that that means they're less harmful. Well, I mean, doesn't yeah, I mean, kind of maybe kinda mean does, that though? It like, does mean that they're but less But that's harmful. what they're upset about. That's what they're mad about. That they think you know that the public is now gonna think that they're less harmful because
0: they are. <gasps> yeah, cu- exactly. Because they are.
1: They are. Icos is less harmful. It probably, or it may not be as less harmful as vaping, for example, or smokeless tobacco, but it is still less harmful than smoking. Yes. Or, you know, they can't say that, but they can say, you know, modified exposure.
0: Modified exposure. So, okay. Weird. Okay. Weird splitting hairs. Yeah. Real weird. And exposed tobacco is really harping on this nomenclature kind of. The FDA ruled, so you can see over here, this is the truth as exposed tobacco sees it, uh, Bloomberg. The FDA ruled that ICOS met its lower exposure modification standard but did not meet its more important risk modification standard. This means that while ICOS may reduce exposure to harmful substances, it has not been proven to reduce the risk of death compared with smoking cigarettes, the risk of disease and death compared with smoking cigarettes. And damn it, even when I read that, I think, well, it's still it has to reduce the risk of death and disease because you're exposed to it's like if you go in the sun all day long, you're going to have a higher risk of things like skin cancer, melanoma, you know, whatever. Or if you stay indoors, then you're reducing your exposure to the sun, which is therefore reducing your risk
1: So Michelle Minton says they're mad that other countries might start to question the Bloomberg complex party line.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, nail on the head. And Mm -hmm. so their truth is uh, PMI called the decision a a historic public health milestone, which it is. It was. It was. It absolutely was, even though it included this warning on its MRTP application using the ICO system can harm your health which yes it can and this is the same thing that we come to with vaping too right if you're comparing vaping to breathing oxygen right then sure there's this f- fraction of a sliver of some harm that could possibly happen i'm assuming it's the same thing with icos if you compare icos use to just breathing a good fresh clean air right then yeah. Obviously,
1: you're be... no, the air is better. Obviously. Obviously right?
0: the air is better. Obviously. But that's like saying,
1: you know, if you if you do the car and the seatbelt analogy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the warning sticker needs to be on the car that this could kill you, okay? Right. And if you wear your seatbelt, it might kill you less, but it could still kill you, but it so still it's not kill safe.
0: You. Yeah, so it's not safe.
1: Well, and that's... Yeah, we get in our cars every day. Yeah. Like, sure, walking, oh. I mean... Okay, no, not walking. Staying home in bed might be safer. Maybe. But you got, you know, you go do thing. Like it's Maybe. just
0: Maybe, but look, Casey fell out of bed the other night and hit her knee <laughs> on the wall. So is it really safer? It may to not be. Sit in your bed? Probably not. I mean, nothing
1: not. is 100% safe. That's no, the thing. Literally no. nothing is 100% safe, and I feel like these researchers, policymakers, politicians, all of the above, do not understand the concept of harm reduction. No. It's a reduction. It's not an elimination because no. elimination is not real. It is not feasible. It yeah, is not, not realistic. Reality.
0: It's not reality. And it's it's interesting that you bring up the seatbelts because I was reading about, and like the, the parallels of the anti-seatbelt groups and the anti-vaping groups is just, they just go right along with each other. Like even back in the day, I mean, mm-hmm. even as recently as like the 60s, Right. There were groups and people against seatbelts. Oh yeah. And they were cutting seatbelts out of their cars so that they didn't mm-hmm. have to wear them. And I'm yeah. thinking that's cr- and the arguments they were making were very similar like, "Oh well, what happens if your car's underwater? The seatbelt's going to drown you." You right. know, it's not 100% safe.
1: They love that. Not 100% that. safe.
0: Not 100% safe. And to this day, I've never heard anyone, any vapor, vendor, influencer, tobacco control person, I've never heard anybody say that, well, oh, vaping's hundred percent safe.
1: No, they just infer that from what we say. Right. They're not making a comparison. they mm-hmm. or they are, but it's to not doing anything, understand not, you know, missing the entire point of tobacco harm reduction.
0: Yeah. Well and they double down on that too. Uh, here they say PMI has a history of targeting young people and non-smokers justifying the FDA's concern about a potential increase in ICOS use among these groups. No, which there is zero evidence of whatsoever. There is none.
1: There are no (laughs) young people using ICOS. I'm just going to go ahead and
0: tell you that right now. No young people are going to be using ICOS. And then they say, well, if our previous statement is true, you know, if that's true, if taken up in large numbers, especially by those who wouldn't otherwise have smoked heated tobacco products, could harm public health. You have an if and a could yep. in that one sentence. Mm-hmm. If what we said is true and they do do this, then these could these could harm public health. These could harm public health. I think there's less of a chance of non-smokers picking up an ICOS than there is of youths picking up an ICOS. Like an ICOS I- has no appeal to a non-smoker.
1: No, no.
0: Right? Zero no. appeal to a non-smoker. The spin. The FDA's ruling means consumers will have access to a safer product. That's actually true. Yep, it is. Consumers will have access to a a safer product. Yeah. Exposedtobacco.org's truth. There is no such thing as a safe tobacco product. There is no such thing as a safe any product. There's no such thing as a safe... Yeah, safe any product.
1: Anything you can electrocute yourself with your toothbrush, you know, your electric toothbrush, you can God, you, could. you know, drop your hair dryer in the bathtub, you can crash your car, you can overdose on aspirin, You fall like, out of bed. there there's you can fall, <laughs> fall out, out, out of, of bed, bed and bump your leg. There is no 100% safe product. Like there's that's no just no 100% dumb.
0: safe anything product. I hate that sentence and I hate that that's in there as the truth. There is no se- sure but certainly there are safer safer products right there are it's safer if you get in an accident in say like a 2019 volvo than a 1952 chevy i don't know cars thing uh uh, model a model a with zero
1: anything yeah
0: no seat belts no airbags and even airbags like the Car manufacturers fought against putting airbags in their cars because right. they're saying, well, it's going to, it's too expensive and there's nothing really to show that they'll help. I mean, they can break people's way. noses. They yeah. can do all
1: kinds of stuff, but they could also save your life. But they so. could also
0: save your life. Harm, reduction. harm reduction. And just reading this shows that they have no, no grasp of harm reduction or they do and they actively choose to ignore it. Right. PMI showed reduced exposure to only 40 of the 93 potentially harmful substances recognized by the FDA. Yet 56 other substances are higher in icos aerosol than cigarette smoke. Now I didn't look into that. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know if any of them are. 56 substances are higher. 40 of them are lower. I don't know what the higher ones were because all they the only thing they link to is the big long food and drug administration you know right. 80 plus page paper right and so this is the evidence that they link to this is the actual you know the fda in fact here i'm going to scroll down to the bottom here is it down here um i just want to show this uh stop is funded by bloomberg philanthropies i just want everybody to see that are you, are you shocked sure? Are you shocked and appalled? Stop is funded by Bloomberg Philanthropies. The guy just has a hard on for controlling what you do. That's all that's all this shows. That's all this shows. But they're and evidence... clearing
1: out any potential competition for that other device he's invested yeah. in. Oh the, the, hail. the hail. Oh the hail.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh the hail. Hope it doesn't use Nichrome coils, Mike. No, because... <laughs> Watch out, the hail users are going to get a volley. So then this evidence that they link to is the 80-plus page report uh, from the FDA. I've read through some of this. The one part that stuck out to me, uh, what did I write down? Yeah, page 43. Let me get to page 43 here. Is that page 43? All right. Um, Yeah, I I wrote down they don't understand harm reduction and they're just pure prohibitionists that seems to be the way that it I mean goes. basically in a yeah. nutshell i would spectrum agree with that. of harm mm-hmm. so the only thing that the fda said to to pmi and icos with was like a ah, maybe not that is this where it says overall there is insufficient evidence to support the proposed modified risk claim scientific studies have shown that switching completely from conventional cigarettes to the icos system can reduce the risks of tobacco related diseases or Switching completely to ICOS presents less risk of harm than continuing to smoke cigarettes. So even in spite of all this modified risk, modified exposure, they can't say that switching completely to ICOS will be less harmful than continuing to smoke cigarettes.
1: They can only say it exposes you to less harmful chemicals or whatever the exact verbiage is.
0: Oh, I hate that. I hate that. I find that... Look. Maybe I'm jumping the gun. Maybe if there's long-term ICOS data that eventually comes out and we learn, well shit, well, you know, you do, you you develop lung cancer over the course of 15 years instead of 8 years right. or you right. know, something like that. Maybe they're just being cautiously optimistic.
1: And that's my, yeah, that's my guess, essentially. Right? I mean, who knows, maybe 20 years later, they'll be able to get that modified you know, risk part, you know what yeah, I mean? Once they they've were. got a lot more research.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe. And uh, so one thing, the UK also did their own sort of heat not burn studying and released some statements. Um, they're basically saying that people in the UK don't use heat not burn products because we champion vaping. So we'd rather get people onto vaping. It says it Uh seems rare. They say that using heat not burn products in Great Britain is really rare. It's it's very, very rare. And it says compared with cigarette smoke, heated tobacco products are likely to expose users and bystanders to lower levels of particulate matter and harmful and potentially harmful compounds. Uh The extent of the reduction found varies between studies. Right. So like there's this sort of question mark on the end of the scientific question, like what does ICOS right. actually do? It's like, well, kinda depends on the studies. Right. Kinda right. Kind of depends on whatever, how they did it. If they're hooking it up to the to the vaping machine, maybe that's where they're right. Maybe that's where but I think this I think what from. they're
1: saying is like, it's probably not as bad as, you know, it's not as bad as smoking. Right. Still harm reduction. Still harm Maybe reduction. not as great as vaping or smokeless right. tobacco. Yes. But st- I mean, there's a spectrum, right? You need something for every you know section. And yeah. in my opinion, if there's someone who smokes cigarettes and they really like that, like warm tobacco, you know, authentic, you know, feel mm-hmm. and they can only do it with the icos and vaping just doesn't hit that, you know, itch for them. Yeah. then I still think that that's better than them continuing to smoke. I'm 100%. sorry if that's an unpopular opinion, nope. but it's still a little less worse. And I mean, anything that's a little less worse is better.
0: Is better. less? Yes, less worse is better. Just dash Danielle Jones. Less worse is better. And it's <laughs> absolutely true. Uh, my mailbox guy, I, I have a mailbox down in Hollywood. And uh, John, who works there, he was he's a heavy smoker. Heavy smoker. Mm-hmm. I'd always see him when I pull up. He's outside smoking cigarettes. And so I brought him like disposables and I brought him stigs and I brought him a bunch Mm -hmm. of stuff and nothing really like, he's like, yeah, I still smoke a lot. Those, those, they were okay. They didn't really work. But when I, I bought an Icos when I was in New Zealand and I just brought it to him with some heat sticks and I said, maybe this will be your jam. I don't know. Try it on. I have a YouTube video. I'll show you how to do it. And Mm -hmm. he's been using it like it stuck with him. And he likes the Icos now instead of smoking cigarettes. And I feel like that's a public still health Still good. That's a win, It's right? still good. Yep. That's still a win. Uh, right, because we can't... Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, vapors, sometimes we can get a little territorial, you yep. know? Yep. And we need to be careful about that because while vaping is amazing and is you know, just the joy of most of our lives. Yes. It's also true that every single human on the planet is different and that there are some, you know, NRT works for some people. Mm-hmm. Chantix works for, works some, for people. some people. Vaping works for some people. Cold turkey works for some people. The more options, mm-hmm. the better.
0: More, the yeah, more absolutely, options. Absolutely. Absolutely. agree. And let the user, let the consumer be the one that decides that. The government yep. should just go, here's all your choices. You right. can have a patch, you can chew gum, you can have a little nasal spray guy, mm-hmm. or you could use vaping, which, you know, it simulates smoking and hand to mouth and you inhale and exhale vapor and it, it comes mm-hmm. in a whole mess of flavors and you can control your nicotine level. Like, mm-hmm. I think if given the options, yep. dude, people are going to go with vaping. And the UK even made a point, uh, I don't know where I, exactly where I got this, public health... Uh, PHE, Public Health England, Mm -hmm. Um, they say the limited evidence on environmental emissions from the use of heated tobacco products suggests that harmful exposure from heated tobacco products is higher than that from e-cigarettes, but further evidence is needed to be able to compare the products. So even they say, look, e-cigarettes, vaping, is going to be be better. better, Probably better than ICOs. Probably better. Probably better. Probably better. And they even mentioned Japan. It says Japan, where Mm e-cigarettes are not available, has the most diverse heated tobacco product market with three tobacco manufacturers participating. Past 30-day use for the most frequently used products increased from 0.3 in 2015 to 3.7 in 2017, suggesting rapid penetration Mm -hmm. of heated tobacco products. So in Japan, they they love the heat not burn.
1: Yeah. PMI basically like used the Island of Japan as like their study. Essentially that's where they like pushed it really hard. That's where a lot of their science came from. Mm -hmm. And it has, from what I understand, from what I read there, it worked quite well there. Like they were able to decrease smoking a lot. A lot of people picked up Ico's like,
0: yeah, they just took it and run with it, took it and ran with it. So Bloomberg philanthropy, uh, Got their, got their panties all in a bunch about Icos and went, no, 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 they're not, you know, they're confusing you, but we're here to confuse you just a little bit more because it's modified right. exposure, not modified risk So that means that it still could kind of be bad for you. And thank you. I don't need a full-time babysitter. Like I don't. Right. I don't need a full-time babysitter. So give us the ICOS. facts, make a little chart. That's a spectrum. Yes. Cigarettes are at the top, yes. you know.
1: Like maybe NRT is potentially at the bottom and then you've got sprinkled in here. You got like smokeless, you got vaping, you got icos, you got heat, not burnt. Like give people the information and then let them make an adult choice.
0: Yep. Let them make an adult choice. Well, and in, uh, where was I reading this that they're somewhere is trying to push for tobacco 25.
1: Oh God. I saw that too. Unreal. I mean, tobacco 25. You want, you want to talk about the nanny state? I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. Tobacco 25. Okay. You're not a adult. You can't make that decision in the government's eyes until you're 25 years old. Right. That's, un, that's. <laughs> There's I mean, one that's way to increase
1: underage smoking. Oh yeah. Increase Absolutely. the age.
0: Yep. Increase the age and you get more underage smokers. Well, that was that. Yep. You know, I posted that tweet about that, that news organization out of uh, somewhere on the East coast. And they were tracking 18 to 24 year old vapors. Yep. And I'm like, you're just you're reporting adult numbers. Exactly. That's adult I saw that vapors.
1: Too. Yeah. That's Those are adults that are legally allowed, allowed to make that choice. Yes. How about you like leave them alone?
0: Yeah. How about you just to, yeah, exactly, drum board. tobacco sixty-five. Yeah, right. Who knows? You gotta be sixty-five years old before you decide. <laughs> before you decide you could. Smoke cigarettes just are for the record.
1: I sensed it, I sensed that it was getting dry, and, and you looked and I looked, and there it is.
0: Prevented that dry puff scenario,
1: and that, that's almost bone dry right there. I know, I vaped it to, mm.
0: and then imagine just keep going, just don't stop, oh, just keep poor vaping. Mice. dry. I'm hit sorry, after dry hit. I know, poor mice. It's the that's worst, just, like horrible, like, searing pain. Yeah, oh god completely unnecessary and like look i'm not a some huge animal rights person i don't eat pigs because i think they're cute but i'll I'll eat cows and chickens and fish and you know but when i think about this rat just some fucking rat it's like oh now you're a medical experiment and now for two hours you're just having horrible, accurate, tortured
1: yeah. and then <laughs> tortured. murdered for science, for science,
0: for for useless science. Yeah, exactly. For useless science. Unbelievable. Well, uh, we're running a little bit long. Uh, that's OK. We'll, we'll go ahead and start wrapping this up. I'll have it's some. Probably links. My fault. Sorry. No, it's 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 all of our fault. You know, a good stream always runs long. Right. That's what they say. I don't know. I don't know who says that. I <laughs> Do say they? that to my, no, Do they say that? No, I don't think so. I say that to myself <laughs> sometimes, just to feel uh, that
1: makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs>
0: just to feel better about myself. But uh, I will have links down in the description, you guys, to literally everything I talked about. Um, yeah, li- literally everything that I talked about, including Ivali, including the. Uh, Bloomberg funded exposed tobacco, including a few Twitters. I think you should follow Clive Bates, Amelia Howard, and the such as I'll have links for our Twitters as well down in the description. Um, That's where I feel like that's where everything is happening. Danielle Jones is on Twitter.
1: I mean, you guys, if you're not on Twitter, like it's lit dude. It's lit. lit.
0: It's lit. Okay, good. It's where I find all the
1: breaking stuff. Like it always goes on Twitter way before it's ever on Facebook.
0: Yeah. Goes to Twitter and you get, you know, uh, expert reactions to it. Like I'll see this person retweeted this thing saying a thing about it. And you kind of go, Oh, and you go down this little rabbit hole and it's great. And one thing that, I mean, there have been a lot more active, like vape advocates on Twitter just because now when I go on Twitter and I go and I see like a a negative tweet or something you know something like this American Heart Association nonsense and I go to like ooh, I'm gonna leave a comment on that and I go and there's already like 13 other comments all yep. from angry advocates and like angry yep. vapors and I'm like that just I'd like that mm-hmm. that just feels good
1: the people are there that's the where you want to find your advocacy people they're on Twitter they're
0: there they're on Twitter Yeah, they're on Twitter. So uh, I don't know if there were any more uh, super chats that happened there. There was one, uh, Johnny, that's very gracious of you. I'm not mentioning names, but I see a couple of people that claim harmless on Twitter. Who's who's claiming harmless on Twitter? No, No, we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, they should not be doing that. No. No. I mean, I've gone so far. It is silly. I've gone so far. Beds aren't harmless. I've said on live streams in the past, I've said virtually harmless, virtually harmless. The idea of vaporizing nicotine in a suspended solution of propylene glycol. That's it's virtually harmless, virtually harmless. Am I, should I even be saying that?
1: Um, I feel like you're giving me that
0: look like you shouldn't be saying virtually harmless.
1: If you said virtually harmless compared to smoking, I would I would definitely be sure. okay, more on board with that, but I'm just not a person. I don't agree with it. I don't think we should have to justify it as hundred percent safe or harmless mm-hmm. because nothing is, that's just ridiculous. And the more we try to cater to that, the more yeah. we give that argument legitimacy, like yeah. nothing is hundred percent safe. So we don't need to worry about that. Our focus is harm reduction, not elimination.
0: Right. Like
1: right. I wouldn't yeah. even, okay. you know, it's less harmful. It is significantly, significantly less harmful.
0: Yes. I like to use order of magnitude because I just like yeah. the way it sounds. Oh, order yeah. That's a good one. Order of harmful. magnitude less order, order of magnitude less harmful.
1: You sound like Clive Bates.
0: Yeah. Clive, oh, all right. Clive Bates. Yeah. Well, right, right, Danielle, I appreciate you keeping me in check like that. Matching carpet. Uh, the Hexome is baller. Should have bought one years ago. Check your patron DMs. I sent you my address. I'm sending your package this weekend. Matching carpet. I'm glad you got a Hexome. I'm glad you're enjoying it like a crazy person. Appreciate that. I will check my patron DMs, my man. But I think that right there is going to bring us to the end of the first Tuesday, bro, freaking news day. I, I had a great time. I hope everybody in the chat had a great time. I'm sure Danielle, did you have a great time? I did. I hope I hope everybody liked it and it was yeah. it was good. Lived up to the hype. I know there was a lot of hype. We we're hyping this. We were hyping this, but, uh, I really appreciate all you guys coming out. Um, like I said, I'll have links, uh, down below in the description to literally everything I talked about. So you can do it up, read it, do it yourself and, and absorb all that information. I also want to pimp out if you go to grimgreen.com slash advocate, I have just a wall of links And I uh, just, uh, it's a wall, it's a wall of links covering all sorts of harm reduction, uh, science and studies and articles and papers that have been done. Um, that's there for you to read and absorb and get out there and fight the good fight. But, uh, I guess that's where we're going to end this Tuesday, bro. Tuesday. Thanks, Danielle. Appreciate you. Thanks, Nick. We will be back here next week with more newsy and advocacy goodness. So until then, Remember that no matter what anybody tells you, vaping is at least 95% less harmful than burning those deadly, deadly combustible tobacco cigarettes. So no matter what's in your hand, guys, let's keep on vaping. Uh, Be excellent to each other. Peace.